Welcome to a special edition of SearchCast. My name is Rhett Sosby, and I'm the recruiting manager here at the firm and a producer of this podcast, along with Devin Benjamin, our podcast content manager. I'm pleased to introduce today's host, Monroe Bud Mosley, a partner at Isaacson Miller. Here to discuss the HBCU Executive Leadership Institute at Clark Atlanta University is our guest today, Dr. Phyllis Dawkins. Dr. Dawkins is the former president of Bennett College and project director of the HBCU ELI. We're thrilled to have you, Dr. Dawkins, and with that, I'm going to turn it over to Bud. Hello, Dr. Dawkins. It's our pleasure to talk with you today and learn more about the Executive Leadership Institute at Clark Atlanta University. How did you and other HBCU presidents who have retired there in Atlanta help conceive (laughs) of this institute? Well, it started from two gentlemen, uh, Dr. Lewis Sullivan, and Dr. Sullivan is the former and first president of, of the Morehouse School of Medicine, and Dr. Johnny Parham, who is a former uh, retired executive director of the Thurgood Marshall Foundation. They went to the Council of Past Presidents. It's a group of about 14 presidents in the city of Atlanta that reside in Atlanta and they hold monthly meetings. And so they conceived of this program to start Executive Leadership Institute uh, for uh, HBCUs. And so uh, from that, uh, they also created an advisory board of about 12 to 14 members of current and past presidents. And so this program is driven by current and past presidents, not only from Atlanta, And also, not only from historically Black colleges, on our advisory board, we have corporate executives as well. Excellent. There are other executive leadership programs. What will be the unique experiences that will be gained by participants in learning about leadership knowledge for HBCUs through ELI? Well, what makes us different from other executive leadership programs, and we compared our programs against 22 executive leadership programs, and what we found was that we have a uniqueness centered around our competency model. We have spent almost a year and a half uh, developing 13 competencies, and they have been validated uh, by existing and current presidents as the um, competencies that all uh, potential presidents or potential cabinet-level executives need to know and be able to demonstrate as they seek to be a president or chancellor of an historically Black college or university. And so these 13 competency models are grouped under six things. And one of the things is called serving the mission. And then under serving the mission, we have three competencies. One of them is leading finance and operation stability. A second one is funding the future. And the third one is delivering academic excellence. And so those three are under the umbrella of serving the mission. And then we have two under the um, umbrella of creating capacity. And that one, number one, and this was a number one uh, competency of all 13, was navigating board governance. 
And that one's most important. And the 16 or more people that participate in the validation of these uh, competencies, uh, and, and really there were more, many more people that participated in the validation uh, through also the surveying of, of existing presidents and current presidents. Uh, so navigating board governance uh, came out as number one. Number two of the 13 was building a high-performance team and a pipeline. So those were the two under the umbrella of creating capacity. And then another area is called leading change. And with leading change, uh, two areas are highlighted. Uh, Leading uh, through uncertainty and crisis, like what we see now with the pandemic, or educating for racial and social justice. And both of those two areas are very popular today. And so we will, during the Institute, uh, we have uh, presidents that will address those two competencies under leading change. And then we have three other areas, social impact, personal impact, and institutional impact. And under social impact, we're focusing on cultivating relationships and networks and communicates for influence. Under personal impact, we're looking at demonstrating emotional intelligence and modeling excellence. And under institutional impact, we're looking at making sound decisions and lead strategic planning. What also makes us different for those 13 competencies, you have an opportunity to um, earn micro-credentials. So as we start up the program, we are creating two micro-credentials per year. And any fellow, any alum fellows as well, can come back and get two uh, micro-credentials uh, per year. In our first year, we're focusing on two micro-credentials. And one of them is navigating uh, board governance in educating for race and social justice. So uh, we know that most programs, all programs when you graduate, because I've participated in a number of these executive leadership programs that include, um, and at the, end of their, uh, at the end of those programs, you generally get a certificate. But in our program, you can get a certificate and a micro-credential. Uh-huh. Finally, what are the range of experiences, professional experiences, will the fellows possess to be credible, attractive applicants for a fellowship with the Institute? Well, first of all, we're recruiting people who want to work at, at an historically uh, Black college. Okay, so that's number one. You've got to want to work at an HBCU. And so we're also recruiting people at a higher level at the dean's level or higher. So we're recruiting vice presidents, deans, associate vice presidents, chief uh, financial officers, chief of staffs, anyone at the cabinet level or the dean's level or higher. And then also we're recruiting corporate executives. And that's why this program will assist in a corporate and uh, executive uh, director or corporate director uh, to gain the competencies that he or she may need to be successful at at an historically Black college. Must this person have past experience 
with an HBCU or be a graduate of an HBCU, or could they no. be coming from a, a predominantly white institution with no HBCU uh, experience? They can come from any corporate higher education institution in in the world. Okay, we're not restricting it, but uh, we want to recruit people who have the, the the desire to work at a historically black college. And then we want to equip them with the skills and knowledge and the competencies they need to be successful. And Dr. Dawkins, did you want to briefly mention uh, the submission date for um, applications? Yes. So the deadline to apply for, to be a fellow, to be among the inaugural community of fellows for the HBCU Executive Leadership Institute at Clark Atlanta University, that deadline is May 15th, this Saturday, by 11.59 p.m., 11.59 p.m. on May 15th. This has been very, very helpful, very informative. I thank you so much for this information. Rhett, I return to you. Thanks to both of you, and thank you to the listener for tuning in. If you or someone you know aspires to be an HBCU president, get the leadership training you need to succeed by applying to the HBCU ELI program at cau.edu slash HBCUELI. As always, we invite you to visit imsearch.com for more information or follow Isaacson Miller on our socials, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Isaacson Miller. Isaacs and Miller's podcast content provides general information only and does not constitute recruiting guidance or advice. No representations or warranties are made with respect to the accuracy or completeness of this content. All liability from the use or misuse of Isaacs and Miller's content is hereby expressly disclaimed. The content contained in our podcasts should be used only at your own risk.